1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that I hope has been a blessing to you. That's called being imitators of Christ. God gave an admonition and an invitation to all of his children. The admonition and invitation given to all God's children after being born again is to be imitators of God and to live our lives like Jesus did. Well, since our being imitators of God is God's plan for me and you, then being imitators of God ought to be our plan for ourselves too. And being imitators of Christ is how we do what God wants us to do. We ought to purpose within ourselves to do everything we can do to be imitators of Christ like the Father wants us to do. Each and every one of us who are born again ought to purpose in ourselves that our lives will represent and demonstrate everything that God wants our lives to represent and demonstrate so we can demonstrate to everybody in this world That it's the life lived in Christ that's the life that should be lived by every man, boy, woman, and girl. So that that can happen, God told us what needs to happen. We need to live our lives being imitators of Christ. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes.
2: What was in style yesterday ain't in style today. But the word of God always stayed. It's always the same. That which God called moral before is moral today. That word morality also means conformity to the rules of right conduct. It also means conformity to the rules of right conduct. The rules of con- right conduct that we were supposed to conform to before are the same ones that we're supposed to conform to now. The ones that God, Whatever God establishes as the rules that we're supposed to conform to are the same ones we're supposed to conform to now. Because he said, once again, stands on number 142, he said, Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. It don't change. It's everlasting. It don't change. Let's read it. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. Now, that second word, righteousness, means a di- it's a different word. It means the right. The right. What do you mean by the right? It didn't say a right. It didn't even say right. It said the right. Anytime you stick the, the definite article the in front, it eliminates any other possibilities. Anytime you work, stick the, the definite article the, article the in the front, it eliminates all other possibilities. This is the right, which means there ain't no other rights. So he's saying, in other words, the word of God here is saying that God's righteousness, his rightness, and his morality... His doctrine or system of morals that ought to be conformed to as rules of right conduct are the right. There ain't no other right. Well, you got to understand, you know, on my side of town. No, see, it ain't about your side of town. It's what did God say. So you could be east side. I got the east side in the house. It could be east side, west side, north side, south side. Don't matter what side. The question is, is you on God's side. Because if it's not lined up with what God said, it ain't right, baby. Come on, this passes all social economic status. I don't care if you broke or you got money coming out to the kazoo. It ain't no different rights. It's only one right. And that's what God said to me and you. This passes ethnic persuasion. I don't color care what color your skin is. I don't care if it's brown today and it'll be light again tomorrow. I don't care if it's brown today and it stay brown tomorrow. Are you listening to me up in here? I don't care if you cocozoid, mongoloid, humanoid. It's a factoid that God's word is always true. Is anybody hearing me up in here? It don't change. I like that. Y'all don't have to like that. I like that. This is the right. All I need, see that, that means then, that see, if I'm hanging out with white people, it's the same right. If I'm hanging out with black people, it's the same right. If I'm hanging out with Hispanic people, it's the same right. If I'm talking to Indians, it's the same right. If I'm talking to, praise God, West Indians, it's the same right. If I'm talking to somebody that's brand new, they just got here, some Martian with his ears come up and stuff, it's the same Right? God ain't changed nothing. Is anybody hearing me up here? That don't mean nothing to none of y'all, but that excites me because that gives me stability in what I believe. That lets me know that what I believe is right regardless. So somebody else can tell me, well, praise God, you know, times have changed, Pastor. Same right though. Come on now, y'all seen that commercial? Praise God with 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 uh, the basketball player uh, 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 that play with used to play with New Orleans now he play with with uh, 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 LA Clippers praise God Paul yeah and y'all seen his brother on the commercial <laughs> amen his brother the other other Paul praise God amen yeah him and so you see him they got a commercial out with him now praise God where he went through his, he went through time showed him one time walk up to a guy and shake his hand praise God and he showed him his his, his tour ride and then he went to another one maybe gave him, high, gave him a five and snapped up like that <laughs> And then did it with like that. And then another one went and shake, gave him pound, and hugged him up and stuff like that, little more modern, praise God. Right? Now he might have changed, but the truth is still the same. And see, that's good to us. Because see, a lot of people read this Bible, praise, God, Pastor, you're reading from an old ancient Bible. I don't care if I blew the dust and the cobwebs off of it. It's still right. Is anybody hear me over here? It's right regardless. If we was in 2015, it's still right. Is anybody, is there such a number of praise? God? It's right. Hallelujah. I like that. You don't have to like that. Stands in 142. It says, thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. And thy law is the truth. Now, when he said and thy law, he's not changing subjects like he's talking about something different. Because that word law right there means teachings and doctrines. That word law right there means teachings and doctrines. Because remember, we learned that the first word righteousness is talking about a doctrine or system of more of morals. It's a doctrine or system of morals. It's what's right. It's the rightness to it. It's a doctrine. So the teachings are now being further explained down here. It's being identified as where, where can you find this right then. And he tells you where you can do it. It's in the law. It's in the teachings and the doctrines of God. Which means as we learn from God, we learn what's right. As we, as we gain the doctrines from God, we learn what's right. When we learn the truth from God, we learn what's right. He's referring to the doctrine or the system of morals which we are to conform to. The rules and of right conduct we're we supposed to conform to. He calls these teachings and doctrines law. That's what he calls them, law. Now, a lot of people nowadays got problem with the word law, praise God, because the devil is bringing stupid stuff all up in the church to be able to cause you to have a problem with the word called law. Praise God, we ain't supposed to do the law. Oh, yes, you do praise God. Now, but the point is, is which part are you talking about? Praise God. If you're talking about the ceremonial law, that which is necessary in order to be able to establish righteousness, that's already been fulfilled by the Lord Jesus Christ. But the moral law has not changed because the moral law continues on and you're still supposed to live according to the moral law. That's why God writes his law in your heart and in your mind in the new covenant. Because if he didn't need the law, why would he write it up in there? Are you listening to me up in there? You only give me your phone number because you want me to call you. Are you listening to me up in here? You don't write nobody, Write your phone number and give it to somebody with no intention for them to call you. You wanted them to call you. That's why you gave them that phone number. Are you listed to me up in here? Hallelujah. And so if God going to write the law in your heart and in your mind it's for a reason. It's because he wants you to do it. Now he didn't write the ceremonial law up in your life where you got to be killing animals and Elsie the cow and stuff like that and splitting it and doing that because that's already been taken care of. I bet you Elsie's like mm, thank you. <laughs> Praise God. But you don't have to do that part but but, but but as for what's right and what's wrong you still need to do that part. Are you listening to me up in here? That don't change. God intended that to always be what happens and what we're supposed to conduct ourselves to. Because God's teaching and his doctrines are true. It's a law. See, another thing that, 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 that the concept of law means is that it it's always works. It's always there. See, the law of God always works. It was right back then in terms of being able to make sure you live that promised life that God has in store for you. And it's right now to be able to make sure that you live that promised law. Like the God has a stuff. It's a law. It always works. Like for instance, for instance, you know, God also made this law called gravity. And it always works. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, it does. You don't believe me? Go to the top of this building, step off. Praise God. Believe it, I don't believe it's gonna work. It's gonna work. We're gonna be down there to pick you up, spatula you up, whatever. Praise God. Pick you up. Put you know, reprop you back together again. Praise God, because you're gonna find out it works. Hallelujah. Well, God's word always works. If you just do what he tells you to do, it'll work for you too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that you can be able to live this thing out like God wants you to do. they truth. They're truth that we're supposed to conform our life to. No wonder the devil is trying to get the church to think evil about God's law. Why? Because he knows that that's what's going to allow you to live the prosperous life that God has in store for you. That you do what God wants you to do. So that we don't see them as what we ought to do and live our lives according to. Because if we see them evil, we ain't going to do it. But if we see it as good, we'll be glad to do it. The devil's trying to make sure that we won't live our lives according to this law so we won't live out this blessed, victorious life that God has in store for me and you. Drop down to stanza number 144, please. Stanza number 144. It reads, the righteousness of thy testimonies are everlasting. They never run out. But this, this should be our response to knowing this. Give me understanding and I shall live. That should be our response to the fact that God's word is what gives me the truth. God's word that is what tells me what's true. God's word that tells me what I'm really supposed to live my life according to. Then give me understanding and I shall live. See, it's, it's in understanding God's law is truth. That we will truly have opportunity to live the life that God has in store for me and you. It's when we understand it. Because see, a lot of times, let me say this just right as I can. Praise God, I'm right as I can. Everybody hearing what I'm saying up in here. Everybody, everybody hearing what I'm saying. Loud as I am, everybody hearing what I'm saying. Praise God. But at the same time that everybody hearing what I'm saying, everybody ain't hearing what I'm saying. Because you can hear what I'm saying, but not hear what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Because I could be talking to you and you'd be like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, all right. Amen, amen. When, when we're going to get to that, that 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 buffet they said they got over there. Praise God. <laughs> but you ain't hearing none of what I'm saying. I'm teaching up in here. I've been pastoring for mucho years old. Praise God. I'm yours. I know it's años. Praise God. Much, mucho years old. Praise God. I know. I know. Praise God. But I've, I've been doing I've been doing this for a little while now. Praise God. I've been around folk longer. Praise God. And I know folk can sit up in the middle of a place and never pay no attention to what's being said.
0: Remember
2: mm-hmm. when your mama used to tell you something? You'd be like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And as soon as she let you loose, mm, go straight to doing what she said don't do. Because you heard her, but you didn't hear her. Because if you'd have heard her, then you'd have never done what she said don't do. And that's what God is saying. God said, I need you to hear intelligently what I'm saying to you. Ask the Lord for understanding and God will give it to you. That word understand right there it's talking about, it means to separate mentally or distinguish It means to separate mentally or distinguish. That is off the hook. Because when you get the truth from word of God, it allows you the ability to separate mentally and distinguish what you should and should not do. What you should and should not do. Because without God's word, you don't know what you should and should not do. Because you was trained by a system that calls wrong, right, and right, wrong. You was trained by a system that called bitter, sweet, and sweet, bitter. So, because of things you think this bitter stuff you're thinking is sweet. Come on, don't look at me like that. Remember the first time you smoked a cigarette? Remember the first time? Come on, anybody? Come on, testify. This testimony service. Remember the first time you smoked a cigarette? You didn't smile. <laughs> face went all up. Your face was telling you if it could come off, turn around and say, "Fool, what you doing?" let me get this right. If it was a burning building with smoke all in it, you run out. <laughs> but you went and got some smoke and inhaled it in. <laughs> something, something wrong with that concept. Does anybody hear me up in here? But you didn't have understanding because you was trained by some other fools, excuse me, other people that thought they was cool. And yeah, yeah. and you was like, man, that's cool. Yeah. And you blowing your little smoke rings. Y'all laughing. Y'all know what I'm talking about over here. But your body rejecting it like a mother until you just quit listening to your body. Kept doing it until your body just said, look, whatever. I ain't going to say nothing to you no more. Remember the first time you drank a strong drink? Remember the first time you drank? I ain't talking about that little sweet wine. I'm talking about a strong drink. Remember the first time you drank a strong drink? Oh yeah, just give it to me straight. Burnt the back of your throat all the way back. Uh, somebody here gotta know what I'm talking about. You did not smile. Just like when they used to turn up the bottle, they used to be like, oh, you remember you get around, you know, got a bunch of folk around and stuff like that, and then you go ahead and pop the top and then like yo man, this you know, hey yeah, we're gonna drink that. This. And it's this for the brothers that didn't make it. God, you know. You know. And then, then you drink. Somebody gotta know what I'm talking about. And then you drink your little stuff, and then as soon as they drink that. Yeah, man, <laughs> as soon as they face tore all up, that should have told you what was up right there. No, that's all right, man. Why not, man? Come on, be a man, be a man. Because we was t- we trained stupid. How about this? That when you was a child, just make sure you drink, give them something nice to drink. But now that you're 18, you can drink any old kind of antifreeze and anything else that come up. Because we was taught to get older and dumber. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. How about this? When you're a little child, you watch cartoons and nice things. But now that I'm 18, I could look at naked bodies and naked booties and watch them bump up next to one another and, and all that kind of, Don't get mad at me while I teach real good up in here. When I was never supposed to be looking at that. I said I was never supposed to be looking at that. I wasn't even supposed to be looking at that. Because the Bible says that Jesus, out of his mouth, that if I look upon her to lust after her, it's as though I've had adultery with her already. Because I'm in sin just for looking at the chick. It's, why am I only hearing female amens? If that was your sister, you wouldn't want nobody looking at her behoogany's. If that was your mama, you wouldn't want a cocked ace deuce out in front of everybody. It's okay to look at somebody else's mama, but it ain't nobody look for your mama like that. Is anybody here? But we was trained. Now that you're 18, you can look at any kind of stupid stuff that you ain't supposed to look at. It's okay. You're grown now. You're a fool. Satan's trying to train us to be a fool. Yeah. Ever look, look, we can look at anything we want to. We can we, when, when you was a child, you was taught to, 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 to keep certain hours. Be home when the street lights come on. Stuff like that. You know all that kind of stuff. But now that we're grown, we can be out all four, five, six in the morning, not come back for three days. We can just be roaming around and then when somebody says something, what, what, what are you saying to me? I ain't no child. I do what I want to. No, you a fool. Because you're counterproductive. You're not being productive. You're wasting your life. You're giving away your life. You're involved in things you ain't got no business about. Where are you for the last three days anyway? Especially since you can't tell nobody about it. (laughs) Because we train the opposite of what we're supposed to live by a world system making sure that we never receive what God has to give. But God wants to come back with truth to retrain you to be able to think the way you're supposed to so you don't call evil good and good evil. Hey man, hit this. Is you crazy? Look at you. Why you think they call it dope? Let me read it out of the Bible in basic English. Let me read it out of the Bible in basic English. I'm going to read verse 144 out of the Bible in basic English. might make some sense. It reads like this. It says, the righteousness of your unchanging word is eternal, giving me wisdom so that I may have life. Giving me wisdom. See, whenever I get understanding, the Bible said all you're getting, get understanding. And the reason why I want understanding because when I get understanding, I also get wisdom. See, this is powerful. So that I may have life. See, the truth that God's word gives us, gives us wisdom so that we may have life, may denotes choice, which means we got a choice as to whether we're going to have this life or not. God ain't going to shove life in your life. He's going to give you an opportunity to receive life, and that's going to be based upon your choices, your decisions. Man, that ought to be a good Sunday series I ought to do. Decisions. Praise God? It's based upon your decisions as to what you do is going to determine what. Because God says, I put before you the choice, life, death, blessings, and curses. Choose life so that you and all your seed may live. God give you the answer to the quiz. Whenever you read the word that's his, God's telling you what the answers are. This is the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what it is. And it gives us instructions on how to live our lives while we're still on earth so that we can practice prosperous living here before we get up there and start walking on streets of gold like they do up there. Hey, listen to me up in here. We can already know how to do it, so we don't be acting all ghetto when we get up there. Look at it. It's gold. Dang. It's good. <laughs> acting all ghetto and stuff when you get to heaven. Then. Angels is like. Up. They didn't go to Word of Faith. They didn't go to Word of Faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, we have a choice as to whether or not we're going to operate according to the truth or not. We got a choice whether or not we're going to do it and accept this opportunity that God has in store from you and you. But our choice will be better made when we have wisdom. Wisdom, by definition, means the true insight into a matter. The fact that you can have true insight into the matter means that you can have false insight into a matter. And Satan's system is designed to give you False insight into a matter, because if you have false insight, you'll think you're right when you're wrong. But God wants to give you true insight so that you can understand why that's right and not wrong. I remember, like, going. I was growing up. I'm to speak for myself right now. I remember. I remember when I was growing up. Praise God. I was, you know, trained in the streets. I was taught in the streets. I was. I was, I was from the hood. I was from. I was from the hood. Praise God. I was, and I, and, and the hood was good. You know, I enjoyed the hood. Praise God. It's, and and that's how we live. That's just what we do. I was trained in the streets, different thoughts and concepts. Like, for instance, I don't get mad. Oh, y'all from the hood, too. Praise God. Amen. I was trained you don't get mad. You get even. That if you do something to me, i do something to you. I was trained that you answer evil for evil, railing for railing. We called it the dozens. Praise God. Did you say something about me? I talk about your mama. Praise God. And And then we just keep going out like that. Praise God. You raise me one, I would call you and raise you another one. Praise God. That's just how we do. Praise God. In fact, in the hood, we didn't get even. We was trying to hurt you. Because if you did something, if you don't start none. Oh, come on. See, y'all must have been raised. I'm in the right church, baby. If you don't start none, won't be none. That's the way I, that's why I, was, that's the way I was raised. So I wasn't trying to, to get even. I was trying to end it. So that you'll never, ever, want to mess with nobody like me ever again. Did you hear me? That was the mindset. Somebody got to know it. That was the mindset that I was raised in, and I thought I was right. Somebody would have came to me and told me, "Man, what you do?" I said, "Man, I bust him up." He was looking at me. (laughs) He, He shouldn't have said nothing to me. He shouldn't have did what he did. It's his fault. All I did was even the skull. But I found out that an uneven balance is an abomination to the Lord. And I found out I don't know what even is. That's why the Bible says vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the
1: Lord. Well, that's all the that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does desire for you and me to be imitators of Him. I hope that you've seen that this door of opportunity to be like Him, that God has opened for me and you, is a door of opportunity that should definitely be walked through by me and you. A door of opportunity that we'll be so glad we walk through when we do. Being more and more like the God who loves and saved me and you. I don't know about you, but I plan to be as much like Him as I can be. I hope you make the same decision and do the same like me. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 That's area code 210 785 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP, but it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we invite all of you to come out to the Blessed Women of God biannual Women's Wisdom Conference this week. Opening night will be Thursday evening at 6.45. Ladies, it's going to be all the way live. There'll be three sessions on Friday, 10 in the morning, 12 noon, and at 6.45 p.m. And there'll be three sessions on Saturday beginning at 9.30 a.m. with the Blessed Woman of God breakfast and all-you-can-eat breakfast prepared by the Brothers Word of Faith just for you ladies. There'll also be another session at 12.30 in the afternoon and then the closing session Saturday evening at 6.45. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. Childcare and VIP transportation services are provided at all the sessions at no charge. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Women's Wisdom Conference at Word of Faith SA. There'll be praise and worship to God and life-changing wisdom from the Word of God that'll both bless you and transform you like only God can do. So ladies, come on through and bring some sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did and they will too. So come on and let the Lord speak to you at the Blessed Woman of God Woman's Wisdom Conference at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed.
0: See you tomorrow.